And stunning and lovely and fantastic and phenomenal and And, Ames. (laughs) And then coming next week, it'll be cold and raining. No, well, no, no. Because we know what the weather's like. You know what I'm sick of? What? Rain bomb. Yeah, rain bombs. Yeah. But I check the weather every night because I put my clothes out. You know, efficiency, right? Yeah, when yeah, you have yeah. to leave early in the morning, you have to yeah. be efficient, right? Yeah. Um. So I check the weather the night before and I put me and my daughter's clothes out. Yeah. And then I'll get to town if yeah. I don't check the weather again in the morning. And it's hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like cold it's or whatever. 23 degrees. Drastic oh, no, no, change. no. 28. It's whoever works a night shift at the Bureau of Meteorology <laughs> has you think fun. Drunk? Yeah, like 11 p.m. He just goes... Ah, dress, you know, big change. Big nah, change. Gonna amend that. No, I don't ho- know what the day staff do, but that's wrong. <laughs> 28. Hopefully the uh, weather's nice for the festival. Well, at this stage, so far. Monday is going to be 27 and sunny. Okay. And no rain. Look, that's a nice change from 37. Yeah, oh, exactly. Like the <laughs> usual festival. Yeah. So that'll be good. We're going to chat next about the Instagram pick of the week. We'll do that right after this. This will get you into the festival swing of things, won't it? This is Walker Hayes. Fancy like. Here's a lighthearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. Apparently they're making a earlier spin-off series of The Crown. The finale of that one is being filmed at the moment. But apparently they're looking at making an earlier version of it that runs through the death of Queen Victoria and the abdication crisis of 1936, which saw Edward VIII leave the throne after falling in love with the American socialite Wallace Simpson. Apparently, they're looking at up to five spin-off seasons. I love The Crown, but that's maybe a little extreme with the royal family history. But hey, look, people froth over that kind of stuff, so... I don't know, maybe it's certainly got an audience out there. Avril Lavigne's taken us on a trip down memory lane back to 2002 and got engaged to her very own real-life skater boy. Two decades later, the musician shared her happy news of her engagement on Instagram with pictures of her and skateboarder rapper Mod Sun. Of course, they got engaged in Paris, as you do, kneeling down in front of the Eiffel Tower. I think he was initially just doing up the... Uh, shoelaces on his skate shoes but decided hey while i'm down here i may as well pop the question the pair started dating in december 2020 mod son shared the good news on instagram and wrote she was the one from the day they met his real name is derek ryan smith if you're wondering and he write i had a dream where i proposed in paris i pulled out a ring and asked you to wear it i was on one knee as i looked in your eyes you're too beautiful for my words to describe I grabbed your hand and took one last breath. I said, will you marry me? And she said, yes. That's nice, isn't it? Hey, that's pretty nice. I think he could have just said, hey, he was a boy. You were a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? But hey, well done. Avril Lavigne and her real life skater boy. And she wrote all about it two decades earlier. Here it is for you. A 92.9 JB for breakfast. That is Jed17 right here at 92.9 JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. Our brain started early, earlier on this morning. 25% of arguments between partners is about this. Okay. 
Do, do I get to guess? Yeah, go or, for okay. it. Yeah, guess what? I was going to say leaving the toilet seat up, but I feel like that would be like 80% of arguments. <laughs> um, maybe washing up or putting the bins out. Washing up or taking the bins out? Yes. Oh, okay. You know how men don't like to do house chores? I don't know about the taking the bin thing out. I talked about this early uh, last week, I think it was, because it was one of the worst chores, like one of the most disliked chores. And I don't know. I, why is that... Bad. I don't ask gotta, my husband. He doesn't like to take gotta, the bin out, and that's his job. Why is taking the bin out the manly job as well? Oh, it's outside. So, <laughs> right, okay. We have insides my job, outsides his job. Right, okay. And he leaves his rubbish in the lounge room, so if I get out of my car and a piece of rubbish falls out, I don't pick it up because it's outside. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the battle lines are drawn there. Yeah, exactly. Look, we got some good ones that... Should be the right answers, but surprisingly they're not. But maybe the percentile on them is higher. Okay. Uh, Rhiannon said leaving the empty toilet roll on the holder. Everyone does that, though. Uh, in Gemma, here at work. And, and <laughs> Gemma, who's better looking? What vain I mean, relationship are you I in? I don't know. Who's better looking? It's, it's me out weird. of me and my husband. Uh, and just who's, so you know. <laughs> and whose turn is it to cook? From oh, yeah, that, Lucas? that would be legit, yeah. Yeah? Hmm. You're half close. Half close. You're half close. It's more generalized than that. It's, okay. It's um, uh, arguing. 25% of arguments uh, between partners is about. Uh, chores. Oh, okay. And who so does was, who does yeah, the housework? Well, so you, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm feeling. Hey. <laughs> My Macca's rewards has arrived. Earn points with every. That is Nelly Furtado here at ninety two point nine quarter past seven. JB for breakfast. Thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Autos, GWM Havel. Bridge Street, West Tamworth. Good morning, Olivia. How are you? Good morning. I'm really good. How are you? Very well. Uh, this is a g- very grounding story, I think, that we all need uh, on this this morning. You know, you can be rich, you can be, you know, famous, you can have the life of luxury, you can have success, and then something like this happens that totally grounds you. Uh, Flea, the bass player from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, came out last week and said that he had a very funny story. It was his son's birthday. I think his son's sort of late 20s now, yeah. so grown up. But he told this story about how one day he was at home in his mansion in Los Angeles and he noticed one of the Grammys were missing off the shelf. Oh. And went, oh, okay. Well, he's, he's got six of them, so, oh. you know, <laughs> whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm missing Just one of one. them. Whatevs. Thought nothing else of it. Uh, then a couple of months later, the gardeners come inside and said, you know those little award things that you got on the <laughs> shelf? Little awards. Them, them little <laughs> award things you got on the shelf, the little, uh, like, gramophone thing? And he's gone, yeah. He said, I found one of them out in the garden. No. Come have a look. <laughs> so, Flea's gone out the back. <laughs> and his son, for the last couple of months, has been using the gramophone off the Grammy <laughs> to dig in the garden. No, he hasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How old is so, his child? Oh, ba- back then his son was like three oh, or four. Oh my um, goodness! Now grown Lol. up, but he's he's totally this four year old. He should be in construction or something or deconstruction. 
He's actually removed the gramophone off the base. Oh my god! So taken it off the wooden plinth that it and sits just going on. And going to town. And it's it's like a perfect shovel shape yeah. because of the gramophone, and it digs amazingly. Whoa. So the four-year-old's gone. That is, the, I I don't know what that is, Dad, but that would make the greatest shovel for me to dig in the mud out in the yard. I'm using it. Well, you're famous so, and rich. Who wants a plastic shovel when you can use a Grammy? Oh, exactly. I mean, D- dig it's it a up. Bonus. You know, he's off touring or whatever it is that he's doing, uh, you know, probably over in the, you know, Australia somewhere. or somewhere, <laughs> yeah. the UK, whatever. And the son's just at home, you know, with the nanny, you know, got bored, I was going to say, the nanny's probably like, yeah, go for it, hun. I'm not getting paid enough yeah. for this. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Very grounding story. What did your um, kids do um, uh, on our Facebook page? Brooks, uh, kid crawl and decided to sit in the toilet bowl on oh. our Facebook page if you want to see that one. The toilet is empty, I'm assured. Thankfully. So don't worry about that, but it's just decided to, you know what, that would make a great seat. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit in it yeah. as you do. No dramas there. You got nieces and nephews and things. Have they done any crazy stuff like that? You oh know, my goodness, fa- yeah. <laughs> you're like, where do I start? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Actually, my sister-in-law just put up a TikTok last night of my niece, <laughs> Natasha. She was three at the time. Yeah. And she's got a younger sister who's two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really close pregnancies. <laughs> and Natasha had all her dolls lined up, her Elsa's and her Barbie heads, and she was doing a party for them. And Amelia, the two-year-old, while she's being filmed, comes along and just smashes all of them <laughs> with a guitar. And you hear Tash screaming, Aah! I mean, nothing's changed. They're now seven and eight. Um, but yeah, the little sister was like, no, you're not having this birthday party. And smash it with a guitar. She had a toy guitar and I'll show you the video and just smashes them all with it. She's going to be a future rock star. We'll have to keep an eye on her. That's rock These, star behavior right there. Them two girls are like phenomenal. Yeah, They're right. They're going to be something. <laughs> mm-hmm. 18 past seven. Heading off these holidays? Before you go, visit a Goodyear auto care store. Buy three Goodyear tires and get the... And bathware. Good morning. Coming up in your local regional news this morning, four teens faced court over alleged break and enters and stealing vehicles. An Inveral teen is missing and police ask for help to locate him. Tamworth Golf Club gets a hand to help punters playing in bad weather. Council proposed disposal fees at waste management sites to be changed and the Dungowan Dam saga continues. All that and more in your local regional news. I'm Olivia Babb. A24, Olivia's got our latest local news coming up in about six minutes time. Here she is now, though. Hello. Hello. You made something very fancy last night. You went all out. I mean, most of us mere mortals would just go out there and buy some hot cross buns. This is true. You made some. I did from scratch. From scratch. Mm-hmm. Even, even the little cross thing on the top. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't turn out great. They didn't turn out great, though. You can't go down there and buy the little crosses on their own and just boop, no. put them on. They should sell them. That's a great uh, business that is idea. A good point. But I didn't Why ha- don't they? It's quite easy to pipe them, but I don't have a pipe. <laughs> I don't have a piping bag, so I just use the whole spoon and ah, try and shove you, it on. You didn't have... See, here's, a, here's another kitchen hack. Been wow. plenty of these for me lately. Hey, mm. you didn't put the the melted down cross mix into a snap lock bag and then cut the corner off. Oh my gosh, I should have. And then you pipe it that way through the corner of the bag. And see? you know, hey, I've, I do hacks. have piping bags somewhere in like my baking yeah. stuff, but... Yeah. 
I made this recipe because it said it was 40 minutes and yeah. I've been inspired on on Twitter. Everyone's making, and my good friend Neil, he's a journalist and he's been making them. Mm. And, you know, he's friends with Nigella on Twitter. Wow. So I was like, I want to be friends with Nigella. But I don't like sultanas. Yeah, okay. So chocolate chip were the way to go. Yeah. But it said 40 minutes on the recipe. No, no you have to let it rest for an hour, then fold in the chocolate chips, then rest for another hour. Nah. So by the time I was ready to actually bake them, I couldn't even be bothered with a piping bag. It was just the good old spoon trick. Done. You were in Melbourne during Rona. Sure the, was. The greatest place to be if you were going to get if you yeah. were if you were in a pandemic was Melbourne. It was fantastic. You would have been all over the baking thing, I imagine. You would have been doing the sourdoughs ah, I, and the <laughs> panna de casas. I didn't bake any bread. Oh, you didn't um, go to the bread? No, because I don't really eat a lot of bread. Yeah, fair enough. That's um, good. it's like a treat for me. Yeah. But I did do a lot of baking and oh, a okay. lot of Other cakes stuff. and muffins and cookies. Because bread to punish with all that stuff you have to yeah. do you do one thing and then you gotta wait like an hour and then you gotta come back and do one more thing yeah and then you gotta wait another hour and a half and then you come back and you gotta do another thing and it's just plows on and on and on i was tortured by bread growing up because like oh. my nan used to make it and when i'd go to her house she'd like yell at me if i wanted more than one piece with like a smidge of butter oh it was very much like one piece only so I feel like I've got PTSD from, <laughs> from bread being baked. We'll put some photos up of your hot cross buns later on for people to judge. Okay. No? Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. All right. 827. This is Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Be to share a cafe coffee with someone. Chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. Love this time of year because Lego Masters is back on our small screens. Easter Monday, it's back on NPN. And from Lego Masters this year, Daniel and Christy, how are you guys? Yeah, really good. Yeah. How are you? Well, thank you. Very well. Uh, Christy, a very interesting way of how you got into discovering Lego. I think it was involving a sitcom. Is that right? Yeah, um, I love to write. I've always written and I like film and stuff. I've got lots of interest and um, I just didn't have the money, budget or friends to be able to get a cast or set. So um, I saw a little set for sale at the toy store. I was actually buying a a gift for a a niece or nephew or something and I went, oh, I bought it and thought I'd try and make stop motion from uh, Lego. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, right. That's 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 phenomenal. There you go. And your discovery and love of Lego basically just came from that. How about you, Daniel? How did you get into it? Um, well, I've always sort of been sort of into Lego in some respects. I did go through a, what we call a dark ages where you sort of don't buy as much Lego. Like mm. I'd collect the old uh, Star Wars set here and there. Yeah. Um. But I really got back into it since having kids. So yeah. um, when my son was about two, we went to a model rail sort of expo that was on. Yeah. Um, and one of the displays there was a Lego train display. And um, my son and I, we just sat there for like 20 minutes just watching these trains go around. And then that afternoon when I got home, I went through the garage, found my old train set, <laughs> my old Lego train set, and got that going again. And then, yeah, really got into it again. 
It's great like that. My, my parents were the same. I was a kid of the 90s, and um, I, I, I still remember me at seven or eight going to the toy shop and buying, you know, the castle set or whatever it was, or pirate, you know, that was about as uh, cool as it got in the 90s. I still hadn't quite bought out the Star Wars and the Harry Potters and all that stuff. Um, and, and I remember coming home with it, and my dad's eyes lit up, um, and him being a kid of the 60s and the 70s, he was telling me, and I just couldn't believe this, I was like, what archaic dark ages were you in that literally all you had back then was just the bucket of bricks? And you just, you know, if you wanted to build Not a castle... Not even cast- with the minifigures, though, then, right? He would have had it before they even had the minifigures, yeah, I is think, that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't I don't even think they had the men or anything, yeah. No, it's- That's gorgeous. Did you sit down and play with him? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we'd... we'd- build stuff together and all that kind of stuff and I'd um I, I was one of those ones where I'd build I'd build the set and I'd leave them constructed and like have them on display in my house and or in my oh. room and you couldn't take them apart again tell me do you still have Lego do you still play with Lego um it's it's still at my I, I don't anymore I have to totally admit that I I grew out <laughs> of it as a teen and I've kind of never fallen back into it but I still my parents have all the Lego still at home in uh in Adelaide uh, packed up in a box and every time they have to move house I hear all about it because they go oh we've got to move your Lego again so and and I've still got the cardboard boxes as well that it all came in so I've are kept, you serious yeah okay, you've got a little bit of you've got a little bit of money on your hands yeah there. I've got an investment <laughs> <You do. laughs> very much so what what's what's your favorite sets what 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 do you like to what what do you like to do with Lego well, for, for me, I've got a few Star Wars sets, and she's just sort of, there's like sort of the ideas range that they bring out every now and then, yeah. and then where people sort of make up their own, or submit sort of something they'd like, and mm. they're going to make it. So some of those things I've purchased, because they sort of spark memories from when I was a child and so forth, yeah. and collect those. But yeah, really, these this day and age, I'm just more into sort of building my own kind of yeah. uh, thing these days. What What about you, Kirsty? Uh, I... <laughs> I'm a little bit of a black sheep in that I, I don't build sets. I um, cannibalize them. So I'll buy sets and I like, harvest them for parts. Yes. So I've, I've actually bought sets <laughs> when I was doing my sitcom just for one hair piece that you could have <laughs> buy individually at that time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend like that. And I couldn't. This is me with building my sets and leaving them on display and you could never take them apart again. A friend of mine would buy say, you know, uh, the town hall from the town set or whatever it might be as an example, but he wouldn't build that. He'd throw away the instructions and just build something else out of it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't understand. Um, I love that. <laughs> it, it must be... It must He's be... ready for Lego Masters, your friend. You call him up, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I think I, I, won't, I wouldn't be surprised if I see him on there at some stage or another. Did you... It must be pretty cool... Working with and seeing Brickman in action, I mean, that that must be incredible as Lego fans yourself, having someone with his experience and background on, on the show. Oh, amazing. Yeah, he's just a, a font of knowledge. It's absolutely amazing. But also, he's just so warm. He's just yeah. such a lovely guy. Like, he's, he's so fatherly. I mean, <laughs> he's, um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, he's just, he just wants just wants to see you do the best you can, you know? It's really lovely. It reminds <laughs> me of, like, um, like 
the teacher that you don't have enough to do with, like he's in geography or something and you're more of the science stream, but he's just really <laughs> lovely. And you go, every time you see him, you go, oh, man, <laughs> he's the big man, he's the best. <laughs> and and I, I imagine uh, plenty of uh, knowledge imparted onto you, Daniel. Yeah, well, I was just like, for me, when we first, when I was just like, I can't even believe this is happening, that, uh, yeah, freak man is here in, in person. It's just... Uh, very surreal and just it was just yeah such a great experience and just to to have sort of access to him and just even just the casual chats like just sort of talking about like how we're talking about our lego experiences and just sort of talking to brickman about about that and also just with him talking about some of the really big builds that him and his team has built and how they go about that just like wow like it's just yeah unbelievable yeah, no, it's phenomenal. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys build in this season of LEGO Masters. Guys, thank you so much for the chat this morning. All the best. Looking forward to watching it. Uh, thank oh, you. Thank Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. Daniel and Kirsty there from LEGO Masters back on NBN Monday night. Looking forward to it. And that is our McDonald's McCafe coffee break where my Macca's rewards have arrived. You can earn reward points with every Macca's run and then you can use those points to redeem more of your favorites for free. T's and C's apply. See website for details. And it's available now at all four McDonald's throughout the region. For all the latest tools of your trade, head to Avro Middle End. And right now, the Trailblazers